Hi everyone, it's Pastor Rodney with the Real Life Discussions. I want to take a few moments today. First, to let you know that my beautiful wife is with me today. Good morning, everyone. Second, I wanted to take a few moments and let you know what Real Life Discussions about. Now, last week we put in a message that I had ministered at our church yes. because of everything that was going on. Yeah. Uh, but this is how we really kind of wanted to start it out to let you know that. Real life discussions, we're going to be talking about real life issues. We'll be sharing some messages. Mm -hmm. We'll be sitting down like we're going to do, do today with you and I talking about the Word. Yes. Sometimes you'll come on here and you'll share some recipes. And I will say my wife can cook. Mm. Don't you think you can cook good? I think I do a pretty good job. We have a very unique and loving relationship. She likes to cook and I love to eat. Works out well works out very well so sometimes she's going to do that and sometimes it may be uh she'll share some scriptures uh then also talk about health issues mm -hmm. how to get yourself in health what is some good food to eat if you've got diabetes mm -hmm. on some things that maybe you can change so this is going to be a little unique sometimes it might be leadership training so you definitely want to listen because we believe that it will touch your life now today we're going to share some scripture and just talk a little bit about husband and wife and things that's going on right now. Yeah. So share some things, baby. Um, you know, the, the word that's been kind of the, been thrown around a couple of times, you hear it on the news media, we've said it amongst ourselves, is unprecedented. Yes. I think we are going through some unprecedented times personally that you and I have never experienced before. I know my children have never seen anything like this. And when you go through things like this, it's easy to become afraid. It's easy to get your mind off of God yes. and look at your circumstances, look at your situation. I know some of you that may listen to this podcast have uh, lost your jobs or have had your life turned upside down. You working from home with maybe small children at home, uh, not being able to travel in the community. I know w with our church service, that was a social gathering for some of our people yes. and that's been removed from them. You know, think about people that uh, their children are have moved far out. away. Yeah. yeah. And there's no sort of social connection and they're really socially isolated and that's not in a, not a good place to be um, you know today is our youngest birthday um, shout out to Jared he turned 25 today and I think this is the first year we've not been able to really celebrate his birthday like we would would like Jordan's birthday's coming up on Wednesday so happy birthday to, to you yes and uh, and we usually got them together and now both of them are married yeah. Uh, we usually get them together and let them pick a place to go eat, and they usually want to go to Sogo. And so we usually go there and eat and celebrate it. But they're closed this year. We can't do it. And then people are changing everything. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine that asked me to be his pastor years ago passed away yesterday. Yeah, Pastor John Urban went home to be with the Lord last night. Uh, awesome man of God. Six fifty-five. Yeah. And um, I know things are different and strange for his family. They can't have the, the type of funeral service that they would want to have because of the restrictions. Yes. And 
I just it's just unimaginable. It's unprecedented, as we would say. And um, but while you're going through this, we're going to share some scripture in a few moments with with you that we feel like that God put on our heart that we've been talking about the last couple of days. And as you're listening, I want to stress this. We will be doing a uh, YouTube video in the next day or two, and some of this I'll be talking about on the YouTube video uh, there. So get ready to tune into that. But things, is, like you said, has just changed so much. Drastically. Uh, for instance, we're trying to figure out ways to stay connected to our church. Yeah. So I'm getting texts. I'm calling and checking on them probably a little more than I used to, which is good. Uh, our children's pastor, Michelle, minister is going to begin she's going to do a video today just for the kids because awesome. i well i heard you know found out yesterday through a parent that the kids are missing her sure so she's going to sit down and do a video so we're just trying to you do unique ways mm-hmm. to touch our people and give them the word and let them know that we love them as pastor so um let's look at this and we'll talk some more at the very end but what does numbers chapter 21 verse 4 say baby i'm going to read this from the amplified version it says then they set out from mount hor by the way of the branch of the red sea to go around the land of edom and the people became impatient because of the challenges of the journey and verse 5 goes on to say so the people spoke against god and against moses so Go ahead. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, I, I think when we do go through things yes. and when your life becomes flipped upside down, as you would say, it's so easy to get your eyes off of our Father. Yes. Father God. He's still Lord. Still sitting on the throne today. And we look at those problems and they become so magnified and so big in our lives. And then we start that murmuring and that complaining. Well, we both, in the last couple of weeks, we both could have done that more. Uh, If you look at what you're talking about here, the children of Israel was going through this process because they were leaving Egypt. And Mm -hmm. God says, I'm going to do a supernatural thing in your life. I'm just paraphrasing that to today's language. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm just going to continue to show you this. So you're going to have fire by night and a pillar of uh, uh, cloud. a cloud by day. Yeah. So you're going to have these things, and I'm going to feed you manna from heaven. Yes. So he was doing all these supernatural things, but they always found a way to complain. Or as I would say, bellyache yeah. about the situation. So during this time, we could either bellyache or complain, or we can find some good things. Yes. For instance, right now is a good time for husbands and wives to get to know each other a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, spend time in prayer together. But here the children of Israel was going through those issues. But still, if they looked around, they would have saw the power of God. Yeah. And how much he loved them that he was providing for them on this journey. Yeah, supernaturally. It's when you think of the, the fire by night, you... You have to look at it in a situation of warmth. Yes. Um, it kept the... Creatures away. Yeah, coyotes, foxes, snakes, scorpions, whatever would have um, attacked them. And then the cloud by day... As Sun. A, yeah, the scorching heat. And two, Pastor Rodney, wouldn't you say that it was a tangible sign? I mean, there was no denying that was there. They knew God was with them. Yes. 
but they became so impatient because it took so long. They got tired of the mundane, everyday eating the manna. They couldn't have pizza one day and pasta the next day. You know, it did. It sh- it shook their world up, and they didn't look at the provision. When they wanted, they to go, looked at the. They problem. griped and wanted to go back to the bondage. Yeah, because they thought it was so much better. Oh yeah, and people, we've got to look at this. Maybe this is a way that God is trying to shift us a little bit, also as a church. Yeah. From breaking out of the four walls. The four walls. Right now, I'm seeing people that did not do things on Facebook. Churches yeah. are starting to do that now and it's good to listen to those i mean you get a different variety of ministries That's true. so it's good to to listen to those people uh i encourage you to do that just i encourage you to listen to us but also listen to them feed yourself full of the word of god and as they say if you feed yourself the word of faith the word of god you'll starve your darks your doubts to death in other words our faith will be on the lord and that's where it should be God's provided for you. I've called my people in my church and told them that I would make runs if they needed me to to the grocery store. But all everybody tells me they're fine. They've got groceries. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to figure out the toilet paper issue. Yeah, that's... That's, <laughs> that's, that's amazing to me, but uh, quick story. Uh, I went to the grocery store the other day and a lady had saved a couple things that I was looking for. And... As I was getting ready, as she took me to the room to pick up the couple of things, she said, do you need some toilet paper? And I said, well, my niece put, let us know she needed some. So I grabbed some, but then when I was going out the door, I had called my niece, and she let me know that she didn't need the toilet paper, that she had got some. So I was listening to a lady talk, and she uh, had came out, and she was talking to the woman at the carts because they were cleaning the carts. She goes, I need a toilet paper. My, my daughter's completely out. And I kind of walked off and had a check in my spirit. And I went back and said, what would you say? And she told me. I said, here. I said, here's some toilet paper. And she said, really? And she wanted to pay me. I said, no, be blessed. You could use these little times to turn around and bless people and show them the love of God during this time. And, you know, she was kind of not bellyaching, complaining, but she was just saying, I'm in need. Yes. Use this time to help those people as much as possible and show them. And let's make sure that we're not those kind of people that's sitting and complaining all the time. So read uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6 to us, baby. This is um, chapter 6, verse 22 and 23. And again, this will be in the Amplified Bible. Moreover, the Lord showed great and terrible signs and wonders before our eyes against Egypt, Pharaoh, and all of his household. He brought us out from there in order to bring us in to give us the land which he had sworn to give our fathers. So he was bringing them out to take him in, them into something different new. and greater. Yeah. I believe that God is going to try to, he's, he's trying his best to shift the church to something greater yeah. where we can touch people. I, I saw a guy saying he's seeing more people win to, win, win to the Lord and becoming Christians during this time. And to me, that's awesome. And there was a a message that I shared, and it was one that stays in your mind, and what is it entitled? Going around Mount Ruff long enough. You know, so, and that's found in Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1 and 3. They were going around the mountain and uh, constantly just going around it. And then it talks about in uh, Ezekiel chapter 35, they were told to prophesy to that mountain. We need to begin to speak and ask God to move in this country 
for these things as a church. When I talk about the church, I'm talking about the universal church, not a denomination. We need to begin to pray, Father, protect our country. Father, we're asking you to see this thing begin to cease in Jesus' name. Heal the people that's been affected and begin to be the beacon of hope during this time that we're in right now. So to me, that's, um, it's kind of showing some direction that the children of Israel went through yeah. and what the children of Israel had to do. And I don't want us to be the, the people that griped. How about you? No, because I think the, the thing about bringing us into a new place, we're so used to having church on Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings, and we tend to, if we have needs, we want to hold those those prayer requests until then. And now we're in a time that you, you're not going to be able to go to church on Sunday and you may have some big needs that you know that you, that you need prayer for. And I think now as a body of believers, we're branching out. We're breaking out of those four walls. We need to have church at home. We need to have it in online, you know, Zoom it would be another avenue. We're looking at that for our tool people. That we might Just use. to talk to them. Yeah. The Spirit knows no boundary, Mm-mm. Pastor Rodney. We don't have to be in a building together. We can pray here in Concord and yes. affect change in New York City um, through the power of prayer. Well, to me, uh, again, things has completely shifted and we got to begin, as you said, think out of the box. Mm-hmm. What can we do? to touch people, minister to people in our church, but also touch the community yes. and do some things for them. So to me, that's something uh, unique that we're in right now. And I think some people are doing that. Yeah, they are. And they're using different avenues to spread the gospel. Yeah. And that's what we, you and I, are trying to do. We're trying to spread the gospel. Um, this, mass, this, this verse here, I'm going to be talking more about on my YouTube video okay. in the next couple of weeks. But I want you to read Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians six ten in the Amplified says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord, draw your strength from Him, and be empowered through your union with Him and in the power of His boundless might. We don't boundless. have it. I yeah. like it. No boundaries. No boundaries. The Message Bible says it this way. It says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. Now, again, I'm going to be talking more about this on the YouTube uh, uh, videos that Mm -hmm. we'll be putting out. But my thing is, with that scripture, there's no such thing as a powerless Holy Ghost. That's the truth. He has power. And the one song that's been on my mind is there's power in the blood of Jesus. And so I want you to know there's power. You overcome all things by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. So begin to declare the blood over your life and begin to speak those things over your life. There's some things here I want Teresa to share with you, things that we can we can do as as people on in the natural realm. There's um, a couple of things that I wanted to touch on. Being a nurse, um, I look at things two-pronged. I I want everyone to be strong in the spirit, but also there are things that we can do naturally that can assist uh, us. Well, let let me interrupt you here because it's it's kind of funny. We you get phone calls. 
And <clears throat> they call you and say, uh, Teresa, I got something I want to ask you. And then you've got to ask them the question, is this, you talking to the pastor's wife, Teresa, or are you talking to the RN, Teresa? Yeah, we, we have to <laughs> determine which, which way. And they can work together. Yes. But, you know, sometimes people want medical advice and, and God meets us where we are yes. with our level of faith. And I'm so thankful to him for that. But there are a couple of things that we are, since we are home, um, that we can take the time out in our day to do. Mm-hmm. And the first thing, you know, we've already touched on is prayer. We need to pray for our leaders. We need to pray for those, the, the coronavirus task force that President Trump has put into place that are advising him moving forward on this. All of our state, our local leaders, uh, we need to lift them up in prayer that God show them what to do, when's the correct time to open our country back so, you know, the economy will start turning again. And we need to pray that God protects the people right now. Like if our military was overseas yeah. fighting, we would ask for protection. We need to ask protection for our doctors and Nurses, our medical field. Those people yes. that are right there in the face of danger. Yes, protection that around them. Be protected and our first responders. And, and don't forget those that work in the prison system. You know, we have a son that's a corrections officer that um, that is a very vulnerable population, and we we do need to lift yes. them up as well. But also pray, take this time to pray for your family. There's, many of you have lost loved ones. This is a perfect time to um, carve out a portion of your day to really pray for those well, at our church, we have set Tuesday aside that we were getting together as prayers. Mm-hmm. So now we're asking people to spend that time at church or at their house praying for the church. But then on Thursday, we are spending that time. I mean, we're asking people to do it throughout the week, but specifically on Thursday, we're praying for people that get in touch with us from around the world because I, I personally have people to get in touch with me around the world. We're spending time praying for them. Nurses will contact us and ask us to pray for them. Mm-hmm. So we just encourage you right now to be praying for those people that's affected and people that are standing in between us and them to protect this country. Go ahead, baby. I would also like for you to take opportunities to reach out to others we have snail mail, you know, the old-fashioned send a card to someone, send a letter to someone. We have instant messaging. We have texting. We have Facebook. Use it for good. This is not the time to tear each other down. Let's lift each other up and encourage one yes. another that we're going to get through this. We're going to make it through this. And also, like you had said earlier, the Lord laid it on your heart to sew toilet paper <laughs> And you, you think how small that would be and how strange that would be three weeks ago to say that you sewed toilet paper into someone's life. But now that's <laughs> top commodity. I could find a better investment for my money, but that's beside the point. But it was something that someone needed At and that you time. were able to do it. And there's needs in our community. There's needs amongst your neighbors and if you find that out and it's within your power to do it, do it. Try to meet that need. Yes. Maybe someone that's sick, you could do a grocery run. Maybe they're 
grass needs mowed. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just need their mail brought to them. You don't know. Especially the older people that's that could be more affected with this. I mean, I've contacted the ones in our church and told them if they needed me, I would do a run for them unless they had their own family, they yeah. could do it. But we've asked our neighbors, Yes. you know, it, do you need us to go get something for you? We, as a church, can minister to people in those ways and as Christians, and that's the way you let your light shine and you become the salt on this planet. Yeah. So, uh, anything else there, baby? I would like to encourage everyone to set some time apart to do exercise. Um, I know the pollen counts pretty high. Yes, it is. You can see it coating everything. If you can't go outside and you can't stand the heat or the pollen, do something at home. It's something as simple as, you know, everyone has Walmart bags. You have canned vegetables. Put some canned uh, vegetables in Walmart uh -huh. bags. Use them as weights. Move around. Walk through your home. Track it. Walk. Well, I notice here that sometimes you'll take a few moments and come out of the office Mm -hmm. from work just for a few months and you'll walk around the house. I mean, just you, to get yes. my circulation going. That's good. And that helps. Um, it helps just your morale, but it also boosts your immunity and we need to be exercising. And on that, you know, the <laughs> opposite side. Well, let me throw this in there. One thing that we're doing more in the house, we're opening up our blinds more yeah, and letting the sunlight sun in. come in more. Uh, little things like that, it will help you not feel like you're closed in into yeah. a house. So separated. Yes. And also be eating plenty of fruits and vegetables. This is not a time, because we are a little more sedentary than we would normally be. Don't be eating those really rich foods. When you're uncomfortable, the one thing we tend to yes. be drawn to is comfort foods. There's nothing wrong with that. In moderation, we've been known to partake of uh, some homemade pancakes yes. and chocolate chip cookies and things. But you have to set that time aside and only do it in moderation mm -hmm. because it would be so easy to gain weight during this time. I, w I wanted to end my portion of um, discussing from the nurse's perspective is some health tips. There's all kinds of information out there. I by no means am an expert in this, but what I've heard, what I've read, I think it kind of sums up in just a few things, few simple things. Main thing is keep your hands clean. Yes. As much and as often as you can, if you are out and about, Keep some hand sanitizer with you uh, when you touch doorknobs, if you touch your uh, credit cards, your keys, um, checkout line, mm -hmm. any, any time that you're touching things that other people have touched, just wash your hands yeah. and avoid touching your face. That is what a lot of us tend to do. Pay attention to your cell phone. If you're setting your cell phone down on counters, then you're putting it up to your face. You're, you, there's a risk. You remind me of those things quite frequently. Every time I'm leaving, honey, make sure whatever stores you go in as you come out, hand sanitize your hands. Yes. And don't touch your face. Just do not touch your face. Be openings, the areas of vulnerability. Eyes, mouth, and nose. And nose, yes. And if you can just keep your hands clean, 
and I think you'll you'll be safe. Be sanitized. Forward. Be sanitized. That's true. And one thing that we do when people when we bring groceries into our house, we put everything up and then we clean off where the bags were at. We yeah. you, we spray it down and clean it off. Right now, just be safe. Yeah. Don't walk just in fear. Don't be. Don't walk in fear. No. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of love and a sound mind. That reason you. You help people because you love them. But don't walk around in the fear, but just be smart. Don't let the spirit of fear that's gripped people, uh, don't let that be part of your life. Walk in the freedom of God, but just be smart during this time. Uh, Very quickly, in the next two days or so, today or tomorrow, or by Tuesday, there'll be a new YouTube video, Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney, and also Miss Michelle, our youth director, or our kids director, excuse me, will be putting up a a thing on Facebook, a video for the kids. So, good. yeah, we're excited so the kids will be able to get ministered to. And again, we want to, we're going to pray for you in a few moments. We want to let you know that we love you. If you're part of real life, we love you. If you're not part of real life, we love, for you, we love you and we're asking God's protection to be around. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another podcast of Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney and also, this Sunday, I have my beautiful wife, Teresa, with me. Good morning, everyone. We have heard some good reports. We have been getting reports from people who are listening to our podcast and having their whole family sit down and share this. That's great. And also, with Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney on YouTube, we're hearing the same reports that people are sitting down with their kids that uh, we don't even personally know. We know them through uh, Twitter mm-hmm. or maybe through Facebook. But they're sitting down and they're sharing this whole thing with their family. Uh, I know we've got a couple in our church that sat down last Sunday and they went into uh, their bedroom and just had church. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. And that's what it's all about. Yes. Um, We're going to share at the end about YouTube, the YouTube channel and et cetera, what we're doing over there. But we want you to know that God has directed me and Teresa a little different. Uh, we are hearing people preach doom and gloom right now in some areas, how this is from God in some areas. You and I have chosen to preach an up, uplifting message because we want people to see the goodness of God yes. and how God can uh, do things in their life even during this time of uncertainties that's going on in our, on our, on our planet in general. Mm-hmm. But we don't believe, you and I, don't believe that the the virus is from God. We we just don't believe that. And also, you homeschooled. I, I'll take a little credit every now and then, but we homeschooled our boys. And one thing that we did that I, I'm glad that we did we uh, we went through history with them. And throughout the history of our country, God has always protected it when the church now we're talking about the building we're talking about the universal church the people have decided to pray yes and people when they've done that god has begun to move and do great things so that brings us to the subject we're going to talk a little bit about today some people today is palm sunday you can listen to people preach some great message about that on facebook on tv but god has dealt with you and i to, to share about prayer today and it was kind of uh, amazing. You asked me what I was going to talk about. And I came to you, so I felt like I need to talk about prayer. And God had been dealing with you about that also today. Yeah. You were speaking on fear. We believe that 
um, we don't have the spirit of fear. No. God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us the spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And in regards to the virus that's going on, I mean, there's um, people have varying theories on it. Um, we do not believe that God sent the virus as a to teach the world a lesson. You, I mean, it doesn't take a deeply spiritual person to look at our country and, and see how far I think we have maybe moved away from yes, we have. our um, fundamentals. But the key to it all is when God's people decide to refocus, turn their attention back to Him, he always moves. He always yes. protects his people. And, you know, even in this scripture that I'm going to read, which is in Second Chronicles 7, 13 through 15, I'm going to read it in the Amplified. Uh, well, let me, let me go back and just put a little bit before you read this. Mm-hmm. We, God can take the time that's going on right now, and he can do supernatural things in people's lives. And he can use this time that's going on right now and refocus the church back mm-hmm. to prayer, which the Bible says we should be a house of prayer. Yes. Uh, we've been to a lot of other things besides that. Mm-hmm. God can use this time to get families, which has went through a lot. I mean, when the divorce rate is as much in the church as it is in the world, God can unite families back together yes. in this time. And that's yes. what our hope is. We want to see families come closer together during this time, but also church families and our country turn back and worshiping God like they should. And that's what this scripture talks about a little bit. Verse 14 is, is kind of where I want to pick this up. And it says, And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, which means to crave or require as a necessity, my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. It takes God's people to come together yes. to pray, and then the healing comes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so important at this time, that we take this opportunity maybe to focus um, God's people on prayer. Mm-hmm. And what can we do, Pastor? What? Well, there's there's a couple of things. Is you know we we all have bad habits. Yeah. That we do. You know, I love to eat, so that's a bad habit if I don't exercise. And sometimes eating bad food is not good for you when you are exercising. But there's one habit you need to have. Well, there's a couple, but the one we're talking about today, we all need to have a habit of praying on a constant basis. Yeah. And a lot of people right now are furloughed from their work Mm -hmm. or they're working from home. So that means when it comes lunchtime, they're with their spouse and their kids. Why not use some of that time to begin to cultivate your prayer habit again and begin to nurture that? And there's an important thing that we, we at Real Life have talked about, but it's in James. And it talks about uh, James chapter 5. It talks about Elijah. He was a man just like you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, same nature we were. He could smell and he could use the five senses. But the Bible says he prayed that it wouldn't rain. Then he prayed that it would rain. And when he prayed that it wouldn't rain, it stopped. Yeah. And then he had to pray again for it to rain. And it occurred. It shows you the power of prayer. That if 
a fervent person will pray. If someone that will begin to just to begin to seek God, we begin to see a lot of supernatural things begin to happen. Even with this situation we got going on around the world, and especially in the United States, and the reason I say especially because that's where we live, um, we could pray, and I believe we could see God move. Just think about if all of us just begin to pray yeah. together. Not pray, Lord, give me. Yes. Lord, I want. But Lord, it's time for this stuff to stop in Jesus' name. See, I believe in your prayer life, your success and instructions are waiting for us. Mm-hmm. And not only should we be praying uh, for ourselves and praying for our church and praying, but we need to pray for those in authority. That's what the Bible talks about. We need to pray for President Trump. We need to pray for those in authority in our state and so forth and ask God to give them direction on what they need to do during this specific time. But in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18, it says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Well, here it says praying with all prayer means every order of prayer. The Amplified Bible says, I'll let you read that. With all manner of Uh, prayer. Another translation says, Praying with all kinds of prayer. Prayer is essential. It says, and there's different kinds of prayer that Mm -hmm. we as Christians could pray. And it did point out the one praying in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. If you're a Spirit-filled believer, you need to pray in the Spirit because when you pray in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect will of God. And right now, that's what I want people to pray. I want them to pray the perfect will. And if you're Spirit-filled, you can do that. Then anything else, if you're not, that's fine. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes down from above. We need to begin to find scripture and stand on those scriptures and pray for our country, pray for wisdom, pray for knowledge so we as Christians can get and, and, and people can get through this. And I believe that if we're praying and we're praying earnestly mm-hmm. and it's not self-centered, it's God-focused, yes. that we'll begin to see God move supernaturally and people will turn to Jesus I believe this could be some of the greatest times in our history to see people born again to the kingdom of God. And it's easy. People just got to accept Jesus as Lord. They got to believe he died on the cross. He rose the third day. They got to ask him to forgive them of their sins and ask him to come in to be Lord of their life. And if you do that, you're born again. You may not feel your outward appearance be the same, but if you'll rely on that and ask Jesus to come in, it'll be amazing on what God will do. Now, the definition of prayer, I'm going to let my beautiful wife, share that with you real quick. It's communication with God in a manner whereby he is able to get involved in earthly circumstances to effect change. Prayer is partnering with God. Well, through, through the word, baby, we can see that when people prayed, God moved. Yes. It opened up him doing things on this planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, God is waiting for us to say something so he can move. Because he is, we have that authority now. That's what he's given to us to do. And it's partnering. You know, you and I are married. We're in a, we're in a partner relationship. Yeah. We're, we're married. We're walking through this life. I, I'm glad that you are on this journey together. Uh, so as you do that, when you think about that, it's the same thing with partnering with God. He's with us. Yes. He's here to help you and I. He's here to encourage us, to direct us, to help us get where we need to get to. And right now, it's focusing on what is going on on this planet with the virus. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I get up every morning, 
I'm usually the one that goes and does the run run around stuff and pick up our food. Errands. Yes. Yeah. Food and whatever we need to get done. And I just declare, Father, there's no virus that can come nigh me. It cannot, cut, uh, it cannot cross the blood of Jesus. And that's what's on my life and in me. Mm-hmm. So, but there's different types of prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that one of these is something that God dealt with you about. So I'm going to let you share a couple of different kinds of prayer, then share with the people what one thing that God really spoke to you about. The different types of prayer, and we're not going to get into all of those today. Um, and for future podcasts, we're going to go delve a little deeper into some of these. But I'm going to throw out um, one would be supplication. Uh, the second one would be thanks, thanksgiving, praise. Uh, the third would be intercession. The fourth would be praying in the spirit. The fifth would be a prayer of dedication. The sixth would be united prayer, mm-hmm. which is what you and I have focused on. And the last one would be prayer with fasting. Well, we're going to get back on these. But one that I want people to do today before you get on the one that the Lord deal with you about. When this podcast is over, I want people to, again, turn everything off. But maybe YouTube or have something for praise and worship. And I want you to spend time thanking God and praising God in worship and in praise. Shout around your house. Now, real life, I want you to listen to me real close. Since Christmas, you have been coming down front in the church, shouting, dancing, and praising and worshiping God. I want you to do that at home today. I want you, and if you don't come to real life, I'm asking you to do that at home. Let your kids, if you have kids, let your kids see you praise and worshiping God. That'll bring peace to them, seeing that mom and dad are worshiping and praising God. Baby, go ahead and share that, what God put on your heart. You were talking about earlier um, about workers being furloughed and, and people being made to work from home. And for so long, my prayer had been for a better work-life balance mm-hmm. uh, because when you work Monday through Friday, it takes a lot of your time and you're so tired in your, in your mind when you come home that it's, it's hard to focus and do other things. Mm-hmm. But I have been blessed to be able to work from home. I still have my job and I'm very thankful. But Pastor, you would think that that would have freed up more time for me to seek God. But what happens is we get so bogged down with what's going on around us and we're letting the fear that's being preached to us daily on news broadcasts and the doom and gloom, we let it weigh down on us. And, And you're praying, but you're not really getting in His presence. It's more of a, oh, God type prayer instead of, oh, God, loving, seeking. Yes. Saturating. Just, yes. And just like when I was reading in Second Chronicles, when it said humbling yourself and praying and seeking, craving him, requiring him as a necessity, it's vital that we yes. seek him, that we get into his presence. It is so crucial that when we get into that type of prayer, the united prayer, the corporate prayer, the body of Christ humbling themselves, getting on your face before God and not crying out, oh God, oh God, getting on your face and worshiping him, focusing your attention 
on him with praise and worship and to, and see what he'll do for us. Yes. Acts 1 and 14 in the Amplified says, All these with one mind and one purpose were continually devoting themselves to prayer. And it says waiting together. Prayer's not just about putting out that long list of things that you want God to do for you. Mm -hmm. It's waiting together. It's communication, just like you said. It's partnering with God. Mm-hmm. Our partnership is you speak, I listen, I speak, you listen. Yes. It's the same thing with our prayer life. Yes, I can already say that. I can already say that. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you pray, listen after mm-hmm. you pray, and, and, and hear what God would speak to you. Mm-hmm. Worship Him. That's good. Today, we spent probably 30, 35, 40 minutes in His presence, and... It takes a building up. Mm-hmm. You have to get into his presence first and empty out all of yourself and all of your fears and all of your doubts just by letting them go mm-hmm. in his presence. And then just start worshiping him, praising him. The, the one song that's been amazing to me is, it's called Waymaker by Stephanie Gretzinger. And if you will put Look that up on YouTube. It's about a 28-minute long video. That's one of we listen to today. Oh, my gosh. It's so amazing. And that song says he's the way maker, he's a miracle worker, he's a promise keeper, and he's a light in the darkness. And if we can focus on that and know that he's got us. Yes, he's got our back. This did not come up in by accident. No. He, he knew it. He knew that this was coming. And he, he's just waiting on us to seek him. Well, and I believe that people maybe not, they maybe not known what was coming, but some people, you were know, stirred. they were stirred and they started saving back a little bit and doing things knowing that this could be approached, something like this. But that, that what you were talking about, the, uh, the, the video, listen to that. Listen to the testimony mm-hmm. that the, the guy who was singing it was giving. He was talking about his mom. They were about ready to be kicked out of their house. And he was listening. He got, he got woke up and his mom was praying. And he thought that was something going on in there and she was thanking God for his faithfulness. It wasn't tears of fear. No. It, they were tears of praise. And to me, that's what we've got to do. You and I have got to praise our way out of this. In Colossians 4 and 12, it says, Laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete, fully assured in all the will of God. That's what I want to see. I want us standing in the perfect will of God, laboring, praying, not just for ourselves, but for other people. Not just, this ain't about us. It's Mm -hmm. about touching and ministering to the people out, out, maybe your neighbors. And you said something, baby. You said, you know, people praying and obeying God, listening. Mm-hmm. We all need to listen. Maybe your neighbor's praying and asking God for something. They need something. And maybe you have extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you got extra toilet paper. Maybe you've been one of those people that grabbed a bunch. Maybe your neighbor needs some. Yeah. Listen to the voice of God. Maybe you think they have everything they want, but maybe they need something and you have. Maybe you can set it at the end of the driveway to keep your distance and say, hey, I put something out your driveway. Come and get it. Yeah. Um, 
One thing that we've heard, you and I have heard through for a long time, is push. Yeah. Praying until something, something happens. happens. We need to keep praying and praising, worshiping until we have a release. Like this morning before we did this, we had a release. It was time to go ahead and do it because we had spent time in prayer preparing to share this because we believe it's going to touch people's lives. I like what Wesley said. Could you read that, please, baby? Wesley said, It seems God is limited by our prayer life, that God can do nothing for humanity unless someone asks him. God is inclined to move for the hungry, not necessarily the holy. You and I actually have more to do with our prayers being answered than God does. I believe at this that. Point. I believe that. I believe that God is waiting for the people on this planet to say, It's enough. In the name of Jesus, I declare that this stops mm -hmm. and ceases according to the word of God. And, you know, uh, one of the Smith Wigglesworth said that God will move over a million people just to get to you. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not just the holy, it's the hungry. Mm -hmm. I want a move of God. I desire a move of God. And I believe that this could rekindle the fire of the church for lost souls. We've preached on everything but on how to develop Christians mm -hmm. and also on bringing people into the kingdom of God. We preached on everything else. And right now, to me, that should be the focal point. We need to get hungry again for what God is doing yeah. and what we want God to do in our lives. And that's just getting hungry and praying. Now, God gave this to me. I'm going to have Teresa read this. He gave it to me this years ago, this little saying. Go ahead, baby. Powerful prayer undergirded by a strong faith is the arm that reaches into the spirit realm and takes whatever resources there to meet the need here on earth. As you and I pray, I believe it extends one hand into the heavenlies. Mm -hmm. And you, you're here on the earth, and it brings heaven to earth. Yes. That's what your prayer life's heaven about. touching earth. Yeah. Yes, that's something that we as Christians need to begin to do. And as you spend time in the presence of God, it rubs off on you. Yeah, it does. I want people when I walk out here and go and, and do our tasks that we need to be done around the area, uh, I want people to sense something different about me. I want the neighbors in your neighborhood to sense something different about you, and they can mm -hmm. if you're going to spend time in prayer. You've got to start acting like him, thinking like him, and when you spend time with him, that's what happens. Yeah. Instead of when you hear something on the news, you say, oh, no. Yeah. You say, oh, no, my God can take care of that. Yeah. Instead of just saying, oh, no, what are we going to do? Yeah. God has it under control. Prayer, go ahead and read that, buddy. Causes more changes in people and circumstances than, than preaching. We've got a lot of uh, preaching going on right now. We've got it on everything. You turn it on. You've got it on YouTube. You've got it on Twitter. But prayer is the key to this whole thing. Yeah. I remember uh, when we first got married that um, I would spend a lot of time in studying. I mean, that was my, my, my focus was just studying and studying. And you, you sat me down and you said, honey, you are studying a lot and you can tell that, but you've got to surround that with prayer. And that's when my ministry began to change, when I began to spend time in God's presence. Yeah. So we, we need to begin to do that. Prayer can go with people and affect them where, they're at, where they are. Yeah. Prayer can affect you right at your house. Mm -hmm. It don't have to be at your church. No. And, I, and somewhat, I, at looking at this, this is somewhat good for the church because we're getting out of the poor walls. Yeah. And this is something that real life knows that I've been sharing with them 
for a long time. We got to get out of the four walls. The devil don't care what happens in those four walls. It's what's happening outside those four walls. So I want to encourage you today to begin to share the gospel with people. If it's a share verse on, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, mm-hmm. let people see the beacon of hope is in Jesus, that you're the salt of the earth. Yes. So, baby, you got anything else you want to share? No, I think just to wrap it up, just kind of tie all the loose ends, is take some time this week to get in his presence. You know what music you have available, whether you have YouTube or you have some other um, songs saved on your, mm-hmm. your phone or you would have just a, a radio channel that you enjoy listening to. Take some time and, and get alone with him. Worship him. Yes. Also take some time to instruct your family. Get together as a family and pray. Spend the, that quality time together. It's easy to kind of pull back and want to escape everything that's going on in the world and maybe seek after mindless things, playing games on your phone or watching videos or things of like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that you can't do those things. But we do need to put him first. As you were saying that, then we're going to, like you said, we're going to wrap this up. Um, when our boys were small, we would get together and have prayer together and Bible study a little bit. But it wouldn't just be me and you that done the Bible study. We would have them come with something from God. And we're talking about when they were five, six, seven, eight years old. And that was, to me, they came with some of the unique ways out of the Bible that I ever heard. Jordan's first sermon was with us. Jared shared some things. He always liked to talk about Jonah. Yeah. But those are some things that I remember, and you need those memories with your kids, and them talking about the Bible just makes me light up, just remembering that. But listen, we're going to close this out today in a few moments with prayer. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for the first responders. Uh, very quickly, do not forget to go over to YouTube and subscribe to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. I will be dropping a video over there this week about the blood of Jesus. Uh, then you and I will be back with our podcast next Sunday talking about prayer probably some more unless God directs us because you and I want to listen to God because be, God can direct us to talk about something else next week. You can also go over to Real Life Church. Now, if you're pulling this up on... Um, just pull it up online. You want to go with at Real Life Concord, or you can go over to at Rodney Evans Ministries. Both of those are Facebook things, and you can keep up with things that you and I share on there and with the podcast. So let's, if you're with your family, take them by the hand and let's pray and lift each other up. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence right now. Lord, I, I lift up everyone listening to this podcast. I lift up to the people that call Real Life Church their home. Lord, people that are listening to this around the world, I pray for them today, Father. I want them to know that they're loved, that they're being lifted up for, by me and Teresa. We pray for the first responders, Father. We pray for the police officers. We pray for people out here on the front lines. We speak, Lord, that according to your word, by the stripes of Jesus, they're healed. We pray for people in the hospital, Lord. We ask that you move. Lord, we pray for our president and for those in authority. We pray for scientists right now, Father, and lab people. We ask that you move supernaturally. And Lord, that you show them what they need to do to find a cure for this, Father, something to help. Lord, we just thank you right now that you're moving supernaturally and you're bringing peace, Father, 
peace on people's lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And I want everybody to say amen. Amen. Teresa and I love you. Thank you for tuning in to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. And right now with Teresa, we love you and we care for you and we're uplifting you in Jesus' name. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Goodbye. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another podcast of Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. And also this Sunday, I have my beautiful wife, Teresa, with me. Good morning, everyone. We have heard some good reports. We have been getting reports from people who are listening to our podcast and having their whole family sit down and share this. That's great. And also with Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney on YouTube, we're hearing the same reports that people are sitting down with their kids that uh, we don't even personally know. We know them through uh, Twitter Mm -hmm. or maybe through Facebook, but they're sitting down and they're sharing this whole thing with their family. Uh, I know we've got a couple in our church that sat down last Sunday and they went into uh, their bedroom and just had church. Praise the Lord, that's awesome. And that's what it's all about. Yes. Um, We're gonna share at the end about YouTube, the YouTube channel and et cetera, what we're doing over there, but we want you to know that God has directed me and Teresa a little different. Uh, we are hearing people preach doom and gloom right now in some areas, how this is from God in some areas. You and I have chosen to preach an up, uplifting message because we want people to see the goodness of God yes. and how God can uh, do things in their life even during this time of uncertainties that's going on in our, on our, on our planet in general. Mm-hmm. But we don't believe, you and I don't believe that the, the virus is from God. We, we just don't believe that. And also, you homeschooled. I, I'll take a little credit every now and then, but we homeschooled our boys. And one thing that we did that I, I'm glad that we did, we, uh, we went through history with them. And throughout the history of our country, God has always protected it when the church, now we're talking about the building, we're talking about the universal church, the people have decided to pray. Yes. And people, when they've done that, God has begun to move and do great things. So that brings us to the subject we're going to talk a little bit about today. Some people today, it's Palm Sunday. You can listen to people preach some great message about that on Facebook, on TV. But God has dealt with you and I to, to share about prayer today. And it was kind of uh, amazing. You asked me what I was going to talk about. And I came to you, so I felt like I need to talk about prayer. And God had been dealing with you about that also today. Yeah. You were speaking on fear. We believe that uh, we don't have the spirit of fear. No. God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us the spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And in regards to the virus that's going on, I mean, there's um, people have varying theories on it. Um, we do not believe that God sent the virus as a to teach the world a lesson. You, I mean, it doesn't take a deeply spiritual person to look at our country and and see how far I think we have maybe moved away from. Yes, we have our. Um, fundamentals but the key to it all is when God's people decide 
to refocus, turn their attention back to him, he always moves. He always yes. protects his people. And, you know, even in this scripture that I'm going to read, which is in Second Chronicles 7, 13 through 15, I'm going to read it in the Amplified. Uh, well, let me, let me go back and just put a little bit before you read this. Mm-hmm. We, God can take the time that's going on right now and he can do supernatural things in people's lives and he can use this time that's going on right now and refocus the church back mm-hmm. to prayer which the Bible says we should be a house of prayer. Yes. Uh, we've been to a lot of other things besides that. Mm-hmm. God can use this time to get families, which has went through a lot. I mean, when the divorce rate is as much in the church as it is in the world, God can unite families back together yes. in this time. And that's yes. what our hope is. We want to see families come closer together during this time, but also church families and our country turn back and worshiping God like they should. And that's what this scripture talks about a little bit. Verse 14 is, is kind of where I want to pick this up. And it says, And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, which means to crave or require as a necessity, my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. It takes God's people to come together yes. to pray, and then the healing comes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so important at this time, that we take this opportunity maybe to focus um, God's people on prayer. Mm-hmm. And what can we do, Pastor? What? Well, there's there's a couple of things. Is you know we we all have bad habits. Yeah. That we do. You know, I love to eat, so that's a bad habit if I don't exercise. And sometimes eating bad food is not good for you when you are exercising. But there's one habit you need to have. Well, there's a couple, but the one we're talking about today, we all need to have a habit of praying on a constant basis. Yeah. And a lot of people right now are furloughed from their work mm-hmm. or they're working from home. So that means when it comes lunchtime, they're with their spouse and their kids. Why not use some of that time to begin to cultivate your prayer habit again and yeah. begin to nurture that? And there's an important thing that we, we at Real Life have talked about, but it's in James. And it talks about uh, James chapter 5. It talks about Elijah. He was a man just like you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, same nature we were. He could smell and he could use the five senses. But the Bible says he prayed that it wouldn't rain. Then he prayed that it would rain. And when he prayed that it wouldn't rain, it stopped. Yeah. And then he had to pray again for it to rain, and it occurred. It shows you the power of prayer that if a fervent person will pray, if someone that will begin to just to begin to seek God, we begin to see a lot of supernatural things begin to happen. Even with this situation we got going on around the world, and especially in the United States, and the reason I say especially because that's where we live, um, we could pray, and I believe we could see God move. Just think about if all of us just begin to pray yeah. together. Not pray, Lord, give me. Yes. Lord, I want. But Lord, it's time for this stuff to stop in Jesus' name. See, I believe in your prayer life, your success and instructions are waiting for us. Mm-hmm. And not only should we be praying 
uh, for ourselves and praying for our church and praying, but we need to pray for those in authority. That's what the Bible talks about. We need to pray for President Trump. We need to pray for those in authority in our state and so forth and ask God to give them direction on what they need to do during this specific time. But in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18, it says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Well, here it says praying with all prayer means every order of prayer. The Amplified Bible says, I'll let you read that. With all manner of Uh, prayer. Another translation says. Praying with all kinds of prayer. Prayer is essential. It says, and there's different kinds of prayer that Mm -hmm. we as Christians could pray. And it did point out the one praying in the spirit. Mm -hmm. If you're a spirit-filled believer, you need to pray in the spirit because when you pray in the spirit, you're praying the perfect will of God. And right now, that's what I want people to pray. I want them to pray the perfect will. And if you're spirit-filled, you can do that. Then anything else, if you're not, that's fine. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes down from above. We need to begin to find scripture and stand on those scriptures and pray for our country, pray for wisdom, pray for knowledge so we as Christians can get and, and, and people can get through this. And I believe that if we're praying and we're praying earnestly mm-hmm. and it's not self-centered, it's God-focused, yes. that we'll begin to see God move supernaturally and people will turn to Jesus I believe this could be some of the greatest times in our history to see people born again in the kingdom of God. And it's easy. People just got to accept Jesus as Lord. They got to believe he died on the cross. He rose the third day. They got to ask him to forgive them of their sins and ask him to come in to be Lord of their life. And if you do that, you're born again. You may not feel your outward appearance be the same, but if you'll rely on that and ask Jesus to come in, it'll be amazing on what God will do. Now, the definition of prayer, I'm going to let my beautiful wife share that with you real quick it's communication with God in a manner whereby he is able to get involved in earthly circumstances to effect change prayer is partnering with God well through through the word baby we can see that when people prayed God moved yes it opened up him doing things on this planet mm-hmm. I mean God is waiting for us to say something so he can move because he is, we have that authority now. That's what he's given to us to do. And it's partnering. You know, you and I are married. We're in a, we're in a partner relationship. Yeah. We're, we're married. We're walking through this life. I, I'm glad that you are on this journey together. Um, so as you do that, when you think about that, it's the same thing with partnering with God. He's with us. Yes. He's here to help you and I. He's here to encourage us, to direct us, to help us get where we need to get to. And right now, it's focusing on what is going on on this planet with the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get up every morning. I'm usually the one that goes and does the run, run around stuff and pick up our food. Errands. Yes, yeah. food or whatever we need to get done. And I just declare, Father, there's no virus that can come nigh me. It cannot, cut, uh, it cannot cross the blood of Jesus. And that's what's on my life and in me. Mm-hmm. So, but there's different types of prayer. Now, I know that one of these is something that God dealt with you about, so I'm going to let you share a couple of different kinds of prayer, then share with the people what one thing that God really spoke to you about. The different types of prayer, and we're not going to get into all of those today, um, and for future podcasts, we're going to go delve a little deeper into some of these. 
but I'm going to throw out um, one would be supplication. Uh, the second one would be thanks, thanksgiving, praise. Uh, the third would be intercession. The fourth would be praying in the spirit. The fifth would be a prayer of dedication. The sixth would be united prayer, mm-hmm. which is what you and I have focused on. And the last one would be prayer with fasting. Well, we're going to get back on these. But one that I want people to do today before you get on the one that the Lord dealt with you about. When this podcast is over, I want people to, again, turn everything off. But maybe YouTube or have something for praise and worship. And I want you to spend time thanking God and praising God in worship and in praise. Shout around your house. Now, real life, I want you to listen to me real close. Since Christmas, you have been coming down front in the church, shouting, dancing, and praising and worshiping God. I want you to do that at home today. I want you, and if you don't come to real life, I'm asking you to do that at home. Let your kids, if you have kids, let your kids see you praise and worshiping God. That'll bring peace to them, seeing that mom and dad are worshiping, praising God. Baby, go ahead and share that, what God put on your heart. You were talking about earlier... um about workers being furloughed and and people being made to work from home. And for so long, my prayer had been for a better work-life balance Mm -hmm. Uh, because when you work Monday through Friday, it takes a lot of your time and you're so tired in your your mind when you come home that it's it's hard to focus and do other Mm -hmm. things. But I have been blessed to be able to work from home. I still have my job, and I'm very thankful. But, Pastor, you would think that that would have freed up more time for me to seek God. But what happens is we get so bogged down with what's going on around us, and we're letting the fear that's being preached to us daily on news broadcasts and the doom and gloom we let it weigh down on us and and you're praying but you're not really getting in his presence it's more of a oh god type prayer instead of oh god loving seeking saturating yes and just like when i was reading in second chronicles when it said humbling yourself and praying and seeking craving him requiring him as a necessity it's vital that we seek him that we get into his presence it is so crucial that when we get into that type of prayer the united prayer the corporate prayer the body of christ humbling themselves getting on your face before god and not crying out oh god oh god getting on your face and worshiping him, focusing your attention on him with praise and worship and to, and see what he'll do for us. Yes. Acts 1 and 14 in the Amplified says, all these with one mind and one purpose were continually devoting themselves to prayer. And it says waiting together. Prayer's not just about putting out that long list of things that you want God to do for you. Mm -hmm. It's waiting together. It's communication, just like you said. It's partnering with God. Mm -hmm. Our partnership 
is you speak, I listen, I speak, you listen. Yes. It's the same thing with our prayer life. Yes, I can already say that. I can already say that. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you pray, listen after <laughs> you pray, and, and, and hear what God would speak to you. Mm-hmm. Worship Him. That's good. Today, we spent probably 30, 35, 40 minutes in His presence. And it takes a building up. Mm-hmm. You have to get into His presence first and empty out all of yourself and all of your fears and all of your doubts just by letting them go mm-hmm. in His presence. And then just start worshiping Him, praising Him. The, the one song that's been amazing to me is it's called Waymaker by Stephanie Gretzinger and if you will put look that up on YouTube it's about a 28 minute long video that's one we listened to today. oh my gosh it's so amazing and that song says he's the way maker he's a miracle worker he's a promise keeper and he's a light in the darkness and if we can focus on that and know that he's got us Yes, he's got our back. This did not come up in by accident. No. He he, knew it. He knew that this was coming, and he's just waiting on us to seek him. Well, and I believe that people maybe not, they maybe not known what was coming, but some people, you know. Were stirred. They were stirred, and they started saving back a little bit and doing things, knowing that this could be approached, something like this. But that, that what you were talking about, the, uh, the, the, video listen to that listen to the testimony mm-hmm. that the the guy who was singing it was giving he was talking about his mom they were about ready to be kicked out of their house and he was listening he got he got woke up and his mom was praying and he thought that was something going on in there and she was thanking god for his faithfulness it wasn't tears of fear no it, they were tears of praise and to me that's what we've got to do you and i've got to praise our way out of this in colossians 4 and 12 it says laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete fully assured in all the will of god that's what i want to see i want us standing in the perfect will of god laboring praying not just for ourselves for for other people not just this ain't about us it's mm-hmm. about touching and ministering to the people out out maybe your neighbors and you said something baby you said you know people praying and obeying god listening mm-hmm. we all need to listen maybe your neighbors praying and asking god for something they need something and maybe you have extra mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you got extra toilet paper maybe you've been one of those people that grabbed a bunch maybe your neighbor needs some yeah Listen to the voice of God. Maybe you think they have everything they want, but maybe they need something and you have. Maybe you can set it at the end of the driveway to keep your distance and say, hey, I put something out your driveway, come and get it. Yeah. Um, one thing that we've heard, you and I have heard through for a long time, is push. Yeah. Praying until something, something happens. happens. We need to keep praying and praising, worshiping, until we have a release. Like this morning before we did this, we had a release, it was time to go ahead and do it because we had spent time in prayer preparing to share this because we believe it's gonna touch people's lives. I like what Wesley said. Could you read that please, baby? Wesley said, it seems God is limited by our prayer life, that God can do nothing for humanity unless someone asks him. God is inclined to move for the hungry, not necessarily the holy. 
you and I actually have more to do with our prayers being answered than God does. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that God is waiting for the people on this planet to say, it's enough. In the name of Jesus, I declare that this stops Mm -hmm. and ceases according to the word of God. And, you know, uh, one of the Smith Wigglesworth said that God will move over a million people just to get to you. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not just the holy, it's the hungry. Mm-hmm. I want a move of God. I desire a move of God. And I believe that this could rekindle the fire of the church for lost souls. We've preached on everything, but on how to develop Christians mm-hmm. and also on bringing people into the kingdom of God. We preached on everything else. And right now, to me, that should be the focal point. We need to get hungry again for what God is doing and what we want God to do in our lives. And that's just getting hungry and praying. Now, God gave this to me. I'm going to have Teresa read this. He gave to me this years ago, this little saying. Go ahead, baby. Powerful prayer undergirded by a strong faith is the arm that reaches into the spirit realm and takes whatever resource is there to meet the need here on earth. As you and I pray... I believe it extends one hand into the heavenlies. Mm-hmm. And you, you're here on the earth. And it brings heaven to earth. Yes, That's what your prayer life's heaven about. touching earth. Yeah. Yes, that's something that we as Christians need to begin to do. And as you spend time in the presence of God, it rubs off on you. Yeah, it does. I want people when I walk out here and go and, and do our tasks that we need to be done around the area... Um, I want people to sense something different about me. I want the neighbors in your neighborhood to sense something different about you. And they can Mm -hmm. if you're going to spend time in prayer. you got to start acting like him, thinking like him. And when you spend time with him, that's what happens. Instead of when you hear something on the news, you say, oh, no. You say, oh, no, my God can take care of that. Instead of just saying, oh, no, what are we going to do? God has it under control. Prayer... Go ahead and read that, buddy. Causes more changes in people and circumstances than, than preaching. We've got a lot of, of preaching going on right now. We've got it on everything. You turn it on. You've got it on YouTube. You've got it on Twitter. But prayer is the key to this whole thing. Yeah. I remember uh, when we first got married that um, I was spending a lot of time in studying. I mean, that was my, my, my focus was just studying and studying. And you, you set me down and you said, honey... You are studying a lot, and you can tell that. But you've got to surround that with prayer. And that's when my ministry began to change, when I began to spend time in God's presence. Yeah. So we, we need to begin to do that. Prayer can go with people and affect them where, they're at, where they are. Yeah. Prayer can affect you right at your house. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be at your church. No. And, I, and somewhat, I, at looking at this, this is somewhat good for the church because we're getting out of the four walls. Yeah. And this is something that real life knows that I've been sharing with them for a long time. We got to get out of the four walls. The devil don't care what happens in those four walls. It's what's happening outside those four walls. So I want to encourage you today to begin to share the gospel with people. If it's to share a verse on on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, Mm -hmm. let people see the beacon of hope is in Jesus, that you're the salt of the earth. Yes. So, baby, you got anything else you want to share? No, I think just to wrap it up, just kind of tie all the loose ends is take some time this week to get in his presence. You know what music you have available, whether you have YouTube or you have some other um, songs saved on your mm-hmm. your phone or you would have just a, a radio channel that you enjoy listening to. 
take some time and and get alone with him, worship him. Yes. Also take some time to instruct your family, get together as a family and pray, spend the, that quality time together. It's easy to kind of pull back and want to escape everything that's going on in the world and maybe seek after mindless things, playing games on your phone or watching videos or things of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that you can't do those things, but we do need to put him first. As you were saying that, then we're going to, like you said, we're going to wrap this up. Um, when our boys were small, we would get together and have prayer together and Bible study a little bit. But it wouldn't just be me and you that done the Bible study. We would have them come with something from God. And we're talking about when they were five, six, seven, eight years old. And that was, to me, they came with some of the unique ways out of the Bible that I ever heard. Jordan's first sermon was with us. Jared shared some things. He always liked to talk about Jonah. Yeah. But those are some things that I remember and... You need those memories with your kids, and them talking about the Bible just makes me light up, just remembering that. But listen, we're going to close this out today in a few moments with prayer. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for the first responders. Uh, very quickly, do not forget to go over to YouTube and subscribe to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. I will be dropping a video over there this week about the blood of Jesus. Uh, then you and I will be back with our podcast next Sunday talking about prayer probably some more unless God directs us because you and I want to listen to God because they could be, God can direct us to talk about something else next week. You can also go over to Real Life Church. Now, if you're pulling this up on, um, just pull it up online, you want to go with at Real Life Concord or you can go over to at Rodney Evans Ministries. Both of those are Facebook things, and you can keep up with things that you and I share on there and with the podcast. So let's, if you're with your family, take them by the hand and let's pray and lift each other up. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence right now. Lord, I, I lift up everyone listening to this podcast. I lift up to the people that call Real Life Church their home. Lord, people that are listening to this around the world, I pray for them today, Father. I want them to know that they're loved, that they're being lifted up for, by me and Teresa. We pray for the first responders, Father. We pray for the police officers. We pray for people out here on the front lines. We speak, Lord, that according to your word, by the stripes of Jesus, they're healed. We pray for people in the hospital, Lord. We ask that you move. Lord, we pray for our president and for those in authority. We pray for scientists right now, Father, and lab people. We ask that you move supernaturally. And Lord, that you show them what they need to do to find a cure for this, Father. Something to help. Lord, we just thank you right now that you're moving supernaturally and you're bringing peace, Father. Peace Jesus. on people's lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And I want everybody to say amen. amen. Teresa and I love you. Thank you for tuning in to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. And right now with Teresa, we love you and we care for you and we're uplifting you in Jesus' name. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Goodbye.